hey guys and welcome to the pilot episode of chops kicks and near falls this is a new pro wrestling podcast that i've been wanting to do for a while uh, i'm your host comrade and today we're kicking off with a big well a fairly big addition uh for a debut show um i'm joined by an esteemed panel uh we have mags from badlands and my host at uh talk at the table hello Max. Hello, esteemed. I feel honoured. Lord Mags to you, Conrad. Lord Mags. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad to have this opportunity. I love talking New, uh, New Japan. I love talking wrestling with you in general. So, yeah, it's cool that I got got the invite. Lovely, lovely. Uh, we are also joined by Val uh, from Val Talk Wrestling. Hello there. That's a premiere for me. I'm very glad to be here. Looking forward to talking with you, mate. And we yeah. are... Also joined by a man who is, I believe he hasn't podcasted for a year. The former, well, the mastermind behind Brain Buster Radio uh, gave me and so many others a chance. Uh, Wilf, welcome to the show. Um, thank you very much, Conrad. I haven't spoken to you um, before, which is kind of strange. Um, so thank you very much for allowing me on your platform. And I can't wait to talk to uh, some new and old friends about New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's going to be a hell of a show. Right then, should we kick things off with... So I was thinking what we need, we're going to do, if we just kind of break the bracket down into four kind of quarters. So we start with the top left corner, which is kind of like, like Satogi Makabe, Ishii, Yano and Hiromu. And then we just kind of go through that, offer some predictions. And then we do that with like the rest of the, the bracket, kind of go down to the bottom left and then across to the right and so on. Uh, do it. Awesome. But before that, though, what do we think of the field as a whole? Because we've, it was slightly, well, significantly changed because obviously the pandemic that we're living in and the likes of Jay White, Kenta, and like the majority, well, pretty much all the foreign guys apart from Zack Sabre Jr. are unavailable. So just thinking what we thought of the junior, junior heavyweights being put in and some of the lower card guys and the young guys that might not have had a, as much of a chance of getting into a tournament like this anyone i'll go first and i think i think it's uh, uh compared compared to the 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 the, the one that came out before it, it it doesn't look as stacked granted mm. but i love the fact that they've got this kind of wealth of uh of uh of uh, junior heavyweights and then the 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 young lines to be able to draw on and you get to see you get to see them some of these guys in who you might not have ordinarily seen who you've just seen kind of like cleaning up at the side of the ring and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's it's really good. I think it kind of like touched on how they gave the the, the young lines a chance at Wrestle Kingdom and some of them really, really did shine and, and took that opportunity. And it's just another way of, of kind of pushing these these younger talents into into the public eye, I suppose. Exactly, and it's gonna get it's gonna give them some some big time experience as well. Like, look at someone like um, Gabriel Kidd, who has only been in the dojo for a few months, just I believe. Like, he's already in such a big tournament. Mm. Um, well, Gabe's special though, any because he um he kind of built a name for himself on the British indie scene, and then yes. uh, Shibata came and offered him a spot at Rev Pro. I think that's quite admirable for him to kind of start or go back to basics and learn everything again in the Shibata. It's true. Yeah, I remember seeing him in WCPW and, and Defiant and then to see him come and, and be on, in arguably the best wrestling uh, company in the world, is it's amazing to see. Yeah, and it's also interesting to see that we did have a New Japan Cup that was scheduled earlier this year that, of course, was scrapped. So we did have 
a totally, well, a mostly different field originally planned. And now we're looking at a different bracket. So it is kind of interesting to see different names and different people in there who aren't in or who weren't originally planned. Um, you have to think about a hundred and some odd days that they haven't wrestled. It's really curious to see how they need to advance so many months of storylines in a very short amount of time. So it's a lot of work to do, and I'm very curious to see how they're going to do it. Yeah, another interesting thing, I mean, we'll probably never get the answer is, have they changed the, the results of what would have happened at the original New Japan Cup to, to what's happened now? Because there's so many names who are not involved. Would they have made it to the to the later stages? Would would Is the winner going to be different? It's it's all up in the air. Yeah, it really is. It's, I'm quite, quite looking forward to seeing what they do. I've kind of, I feel I've kind of made the mistake when I've written out my, like, predictions for the bracket and I've kind of took the framework that they had before lockdown came into effect and I've kind of just kind of copy and pasted it and kind of switched in names for I think, oh, that'll go nicely and that'll go, that, that'll do and that'll play out well kind of thing rather than doing it all over again. Because I feel like they're going to kind of try and keep some consistency where they can, like even though they haven't got some of the talent that they're using in some of the bigger stories. It makes sense or perhaps they'll even go the, the route of, of uh, starting with, uh, fresh with, with pretty much everyone. So. It's all good stuff. Should we look at the first match in the top left corner of the bracket? Togi Makabe versus Yota Suji, obviously one of the young lions. What do you think about that? Mm, Makabe is still quite a popular guy in Japan. So even even though even though you you could make a case for Suji winning because he's is quite is quite on the rise and would benefit from such a win, I could see Makabe winning still. Just getting that first round win and have to, and face uh, potentially Ishii in the in the in the second round. Yeah, that's pretty much the same for as, as me. I think Suji's been one of the the most um, balanced but but underrated uh, young lions, and uh, his showing at, at Wrestle Kingdom was was really really good. But I still think that, like like Val said, Maccabee is a huge name. He's one of the the three or four people who did a a a, a, pro, a together project video. It's it's so popular in Japan, so I can't see um, anything past a Maccabee winning this first match. Yeah, Maccabee is 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 a former champion. He is a a massive name, a classic um, wrestler in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I I, I just can't see. Uh, the young lion Suji getting a win, even though I would love Suji to get a nice little run. It's just not the place or the time. And Makabe gets a, a, a early first win to get the whole tournament going. Yeah, I think that sets up a better match for the the second round. Or like, yeah, the second round. Like, even though it'd be really cool, I think Suji could really benefit from beating someone uh, like Makabe. I just don't can see it being like a Tanahashi Shota Umino match, like the, like the one we saw last year, where um, the young lion got in a really good show, but then the that the the veteran kind of still got the win and moved on. So like both both people came out looking really good in the end. That's a likely scenario indeed, yeah. So if we move on now to well, I think this is quite an interesting scenario. Um which is uh obviously Tamahiro Ishii against uh, El Desperado. Um I think this could kind of be like a sleeper match for one of the best matches of the first round. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
I agree. I think uh, Desperado selling in particular is one of the better in in New Japan. He he knows how to make someone look a, a million dollars. And if you're going to sell, you need to sell to someone like Ishii because he doesn't hold back. Yeah, I would say that um, you know if you're watching New Japan and you're new to New Japan or you kind of forgot how things go in New Japan, you have to remember that. The difference between heavyweights and juniors are very sparse, or, or very, or it's a very sharp line. Heavyweights versus juniors, heavyweights will most likely always pick up that victory. And even though El Desperado has, is, is arguably one of the best juniors in the world, um, he just happens to be in the same company as Hiromu Takahashi, Taguchi, formerly Kushida, of course. Um, Desperado's right there as the, one of the top in the world, um, but he's taking on a heavyweight in Ishii, and I believe that Ishii will get this win. It won't be easy, but Ishii will move on and take on Makabe in the second round. I'm quite, look, uh, quite looking forward to see it. Well, well, I think it's almost set in stone that we're going to get Makabe Ishii because I can personally see Ishii getting relatively far in this tournament. It's next Toriyano versus Jado. Uh, I thought this is kind of one of the the more obvious matches that we're going to kind of well, one of the more obvious results that we're going to get in this considering Jado's role as kind of transitioning more into like a managerial role for uh, Gorillas of Destiny and whatnot. Yeah, totally agree. I think uh, we're going to get the, the fun, crazy Yano that we normally get. He's going to uh, rip off the, the corner pads, but he's going to eke out the victory. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of shenanigans. Probably some interferences, who knows? <laughs> Yeah, Yano is gonna get he's gonna get the, to the first round, to the second I round. just I just want to say I love the way you say shenanigans, Val, with your accent. <laughs> it, it really is a beautiful uh, twang uh, on the word. Um, Thank you. I do see that in the original uh, in the original New Japan Cup lineup, uh, it was supposed to be Chase Owens, of course, with the virus and with restrictions on travel for so many Westerners um, or wrestlers outside of New Japan. Um, it is interesting to fill in with Jado. Um, I, I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a funny match, but I, I definitely think Yano goes over in this match. And I think he was always destined to make a little run in this cup. Um, I think you need that interjection of fun and unpredictability, uh, especially in a bit of a light bracket. Um, I know a big name like Hiromu is in this bracket. You have Ishii, you have uh, El Desperado, but ultimately I think there's really only a couple of people in this group that could actually go on. And I think Ishii is one of those. And I think Yano will get further because it's a weak side of the bracket, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I have to echo all the, um, all the thoughts there. It's, um, but then we look at the match where the winner gets to face Yano. Uh, that's uh, Tamawaki Honma against everybody's favorite junior heavyweight. Well, I assume um, Hiromi Takahashi, the current de facto flag bearer of that division, I'd say. Looks like quite an interesting match on paper. Hopefully we'll get a bit more out of Honma than what we uh, no- normally see out of him. Well, still, still a lot of fun, but I reckon we'll get more of like the Honma-Shibata kind of dynamic from him against someone like Hiromu that can still have the fun but can't be taken too lightly, I guess. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting kind of clash of styles with uh, with how fast-paced uh, Takahashi is against the, the wily veteran of, of Honma. I can't see... I think it, this is... Um, 
especially like like Will said, this is kind of a, a weak side of the, of, of the the quadrant almost. And I can't I can't look past the Taka, Takashi Winnie. I think Takashi is one of the, the two or three big stars in this in this bracket. And I, I find more interesting matches with him going forward than I would with Honma going forward. I would say that while the 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 proposition of having Hiromu take on Yano and Ishii or Makabe, I think that that's a little far-fetched. You have to remember that juniors versus heavyweights uh, component. And, 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 I, and although Hiromu is a megastar, he's arguably one of the biggest merch sellers um, outside of Naito. Um, I just don't think Hiromu is going to win in the first round. I think he's going to exit. It's going to be a bit of a surprise. And I think that he's going to have a special one-on-one matchup with Naito to make up for that anniversary event that was canceled. I just don't think he's going to get through the entire New Japan Cup as the winner. I think he can still have that match with Naito on a special one-off night. I think he's going to lose in the first round. While I agree this, um, that Hiromu doesn't need to actually win the New Japan Cup, I still think he, he's at least going to make it to the second round, face Yano, and have a very, very, very fun match there. Like, it's, <laughs> like I was talking about shenanigans earlier with Jado, but with Hiromu, it could be absolutely incredible, just in terms of fun. And beating Onma is, these days isn't exactly the biggest of deals. <laughs> Even for uh, for Irumu, who is a junior, so yeah, I believe uh, I believe he's he's at least making it to the second round, and then we'll see. I think that's a more diverse fit, diverse field. I thought that Hiromu would be a lock, but quite interesting to see what we all thought. Um, now, well, I think it's I think it's fair to say we've got the more stacked half of that, the left side of the bracket. So we're gonna have some sort of history or some sort of story going into the ma- um, the match with. Uh, Okada and uh, Gedo. Obviously, we had um, the split uh, a year or so back and kind of had that little feud of Bullet Club. We haven't really seen much between Gedo and Okada outside of the tag matches, really. And even then, it's been a bit sparse. So, well, I, go on, go on, Bob. Okada's winning, right? Unless uh, there is, er, unless there is somehow, some way, in an interference we don't expect. I really think Okada's winning. Yeah, I've, I've got to agree. I think, yeah, I agree with that. I think uh, we, there's still unfinished business there with uh, with uh, Okada and Jay White and Gero. We, we can't have, have like, any finality in, in that story, but in this match, in this tournament, you need Okada at least going very deep into the the tournament just just to to basically bring fans back i suppose but uh yeah i've got okada as a lock yeah okada wins and not just because i i may have had him go all the way to the uh, finals but also because (laughs) uh, but also because gato's not gonna win look originally scheduled it was switchblade jay white to take on okada so as you Right, so as you said, there's plenty to be told there. Okada's going to win this. He's going to have some near falls where Gato almost wins, but you can't put Gato into the next round. You just can't. Yeah, I think it'd be a bit of a... Um, it'd be funny to see him get clattered by or well, either one of the winners of um, Yuji Nagata versus Minoru Suzuki, but I feel like there's, 
me and Val, we were actually at Royal Quest when um, Okada and Suzuki main evented. So I feel that there's kind of a need for mm. Suzuki to advance and kind of. I want to. I want him to get that win back because I think he. I was one of the people that was booing Okada when Okada won, even though like I knew he was going to. So um, I think Suzuki needs to get one back um, and move on a little bit further, especially after losing the um, the US title match to John Moxley, which I feel so, kind of. So have you have you booked the second round already? And you've got Suzuki beating Okada in the second round. Uh, I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers for the next round. Um, I, whilst I would love Suzuki to to be able to get uh, one back on Okada, there's still the the niggling issues of of his kind of status in in New Japan. I remember uh, just before the pandemic um, kind of took hold, there was there was talks and rumours that he was going to be leaving New Japan. So whether he's still kind of in that that almost the, the New Japan bad books as it were. Uh, I, I would still have give. I would still think a card of beats Suzuki in round two. Yeah, that's, that's a to, great point. That's, that's a great to say. Point. That's to say Suzuki beats Nagata. We haven't even got to that yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a that's a fantastic point. Um, I almost forgot about that. Um, I, I definitely think that Suzuki does advance. I think that he's given enough to the company to not just be kind of crapped on or just um, given a bad shake. I think he does move on because it fits the story of him taking on Okada again. Uh, and, and I think Suzuki does get past Yuji Nagata um, and then takes on Okada in the second round. Okay, so next is, well, the bottom half of this kind of quadrant is, I'd say there's still a chance that we could get some really big upsets. But yeah, let's start off with Yuya Uramura versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru. I've got Kanemaru simply because he's Suzuki-gun and they were like, well, the majority of them, well, all of them, it's kind of their shtick. They, they like beating up the young lions and I think it's going to be a, a brutal match, but Uramura, he's going to get some decent offense in. So both are going to kind of come out looking good. It's going to achieve the goal that they need it to achieve kind of thing. Maybe maybe Kanemaru cheats a little bit to get the win. Ultimately, ultimately he advances to the next round. Yeah. Yeah. This this was actually the match on this left side of the, of the the bracket that I I pretty much struggled with the most uh, the most in picking. I think uh, alongside um, Suji, I think uh, Uemura is one of the most underrated young lanes, uh, especially especially in this kind of like. Uh, uh, shorter and renderita kind of dominated group. I, I don't think he gets as much uh, respect as, as he should. That being said, I still did go with uh, Kanemaru because he's the more established name. He will cheat to win. He'll probably will spit whiskey in Yuramura's uh, eyes and, and get the victory. Um, this is... It's so plainly obvious that Kanemaru should win is why exactly why I'm picking Yuramura to win. <laughs> I think he's going to get an upset. And and people are going to get a little bit of momentum for a couple of days, and and then he loses in the next round to another Bullet Club guy. Um, whenever he loses to Taiji, but I do I do think Yumura gets a, a little win. I think Kanemaru can afford it, and Yumura gets a shock win in the first round. That's a good point. Next, uh, well, last half of this kind of uh, left half, um, we've got. I think this could be a really good match. Uh, on, on paper, well, we both know what, well, we all know what both guys are capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabriel Kidd, even as a young Lions, absolutely really, like, he's gotten in much more offense. The match with um, El Fantasma at New Beginning went much longer than I thought it would, and he got in more offense than I thought he would. Um, so I think 
he's taken kind of like he's different he's kind of broken the mold of the young lion but yeah he's got taiji ishimori the kind uh still kind of annoys me that he's being positioned of as second field to el fantasmo even though he is the better wrestler in my book um and should really be at, at that kind of position as bullet club's junior ace considering tamatonga's position and whatnot but that aside uh, what do we all think of that yeah, you make a lot of good points. Uh, I think Taji Ishimori is is an absolute rock star. Um, the guy looks like he's chiseled out of granite. He, he moves like no man should ever be able to move. I, I think he's absolutely amazing. It's a shame that he's not been elevated as, as high as he should be. Uh, saying that, I think he whips the piss out of uh, Gabriel Kidd in this match. I think Gabriel Kidd will get off some good offense. I think he'll enjoy the kind of freedom that he'll get to to work in, in New Japan as opposed to uh, the the stuff he did in, in, in the Indies and in, in Europe. But yeah, ultimately, I think, um, I think uh, Taji takes this. A little known fact real quick, um, Mags. Uh, Mags and, and myself, uh, uh, you know, we, we go back a long way. Um, things that I want to give you a, a little secret about Mags. Oh, um, this is an exclusive. I've, just I've cut for this, cut this. <laughs> <laughs> just for uh, just for the debut episode here for Conrad. Uh, Mags actually has a poster of Taiji Ishimori on his back closet door. Um, Mags a nude, is a huge a nude fan. One. A nude poster. Well, I wasn't gonna give that away. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that uh, secret with you. I, in, in truth, I have actually got a six <laughs> vinyl of Bullet Club on the wall. <laughs> um, so I'll say that uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Val, for for cutting in uh. front, um, but I do think Taiji wins. Um, I, I think that Gabriel Kidd does. He's gonna have that young um, that young lion, uh, you know, thing around him for a very long time. It's very hard to break away from the young lion mold. You have to really go somewhere entirely different to get a new shade of paint. And I think he's still going to be a, long, a young lion for a long time. Taiji wins and moves on. Yeah, you you spend, you spend at least uh, two, three years as a young lion after, after debuting. So Gabriel Kidd has I just been, uh, I just been one for what, just a few months. Like, I'm, Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, Taiji gets the win. Is the more experienced guy is going to benefit. Is going to benefit from the win more. Just it makes more sense. So, we can move on. Okay, now to the right side of the bracket. I feel the best way to go about this now is um, go down and then like deeper into the tournament. Um, okay, so this is uh, the right hand top right hand quadrant of uh, this bracket. Well, the top half of that quadrant is the um, preview match yeah. we thought, and that's um, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, who is going to look absolutely stellar after his first break in about a decade or so, um, which uh, I think he's going to come out organs blazing. And uh, he's against Taichi, uh, Max's favourite wrestler in the world. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I, I am uh, unabashed. Unironic Tachi Stan. <laughs> yeah, so this side of the bracket is stacked. I remember mentioning to Conrad um, when we were talking about having me on 
And, and I was like, dude, you could just 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 give this side of the bracket. Like, this is all the tournament you need right here. It's it's absolutely stacked with mega stars. And arguably, the the person who comes out of this region or this bracket uh, side of the bracket has to be one of the favorites. Mm-hmm. I agree, and it, it's even more interesting if you look at the 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 bottom right quadrant. How very unbalanced this side of the of the the tournament is it's it's such a stacked top half and then um a very underwhelming bottom half so uh hiroshi tanahashi versus taichi where do we where do we go from here Mm. i'm kind of torn kind of torn i worn like taichi's pants I would love for for it to be Tachi. I think uh, he was in the the midst of a mini pushy rabbit. He was facing the likes of Nato and Okada uh, pre-pandemic. But this is the first tournament back. Uh, Hiroshi is going to go through. He's he's literally still the face of the company. Um, So, yeah, I I, I can't look past uh, a Tanahashi win, especially when you think about what's potentially coming up for him in, in the next round. Oh yeah, I mean if you if you remember um, if you ever listened to any of my old content, you know that um, I can't stand Tai Chi, and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi will easily advance. Simple as that. Well, um, I would like to I would like to agree with you and say that Tanahashi would, uh, would easily advance, but I'm gonna say Tai Chi because <laughs> because I first of all I think you obviously are going to have one guy from Suzuki Gun Advance and for once I'm not entirely sure it's going to be Zack Sabre Jr. which we are going to talk about uh, right right after so and I think Taichi and Tanahashi faced uh, in the New Japan Cup two years ago where Tanahashi won I believe if I remember correctly so there's a little bit of story there which you can uh, if you're Gedo, you can build upon that and maybe give Taichi the win. I think um, Val, I hate to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a uh, Tanahashi is going to be the guy because uh, because of reasons we'll get into like well, right after this. Um, I think he's he's still even though you've got Okada and Naito and all those guys and Tanahashi's kind of like part of the older generation. I feel he's still New Japan is still going to go back to the Tanahashi, the well almost that that they can keep relying on, and there's still something oh, to yeah, get of out course. of Tanahashi. Whether that, um, and I feel he's going to get the pin uh, over Taichi. Um, Taichi's going to look great because just being up there with like in the upper echelon of New Japan, um, obviously uh, getting good matches with uh, Ishii, um, Naito, um, Okada, and um, I feel that he's going to. Kind of, he still benefit from being in the ring with Tanahashi because he's kind of building up a reputation of being one of the guys that can hang with the top guys. But mm-hmm. at the other day, it's just Tanahashi. I feel that he's he's going to get the win, and that's going to kind of give get the face win for heading into the tag title match, which I assume is going to happen at Dominion. Yeah, that's a, that's um, a great point. Great point. Well, speaking of the tag title match, yeah, the second, well, the other half of each tag team. This is a match we. Did we see it last in the G1? Or it was the New Japan Cup. It was. It's. It hasn't happened since last year either way. The G1, I think. 
Yeah, I think it was, yeah. So yeah, uh, Kota Ibushi, Zack Sabre Jr. We know how good these guys are together. They're always really good. Always a fun match. But I reckon that this is going to carry on Ibushi's kind of downward spiral as a singles guy because he lost twice at the Dome. He had those blackout moments twice, very uh, close hand punch. Gato obviously did the same to Okada and kind of lost it. And um, I'm hoping we see more of that. But then as Ibushi gets angrier and angrier and Zack will do really good at like in uh, antagonizing him or he'll do some major damage and Ibushi will just snap and then Zack being, uh, like being such a great wrestler, um, I reckon he'll take advantage of that and it'll be a submission win. Uh, Ibushi continues to decline that can kind of, he can always come back to that later. But then it's kind of going to play into that narrative because Tanahashi got the win when um, they win the tag titles. So I feel that Ibushi's going to kind of lose for a bit and then Tanahashi's going to have to kind of carry the team a little bit until he gets back on his feet, which they can they can either stretch it out or they can do like a short-term thing. And then the G1, he has a hell of a run. Um, but yeah, I think for the moment, it's going to be Zach and him and Tanahashi are going to have a rematch. Interesting. Uh, I've, I have gone I've I, uh, I definitely have uh, Zack Sabre Jr. going on through this um, <clears throat> and taking on Tanahashi in the second round. Wow. I've, I've actually gone Ibushi and, and for a lot of the similar reasons, but uh, a totally different way of getting to that same story point. I think that we get Ibushi and Tanahashi in the second round. We get the, the blackouts with uh, Ibushi kind of um, almost hinting the turn on, on Tanahashi, uh, kind of sowing those seeds of dissension uh, before ultimately picking up the victory against uh, against Tanahashi and going on. Mm. Interesting. Well, I'm going the, the, the last road left in a way, so with um, Tai Chi and um, Ibushi going, um, going over Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, in this match. Uh, for one reason, because we had a lot, and I mean a lot, of uh, Tanahashi versus uh, Zack Sabre Jr. matches last year. So I don't, I'm not sure the, um, New Japan will give, will go with that match again. Like that's, uh, having, having, having so many rematches to some point. Maybe you just want to. Um, Give give both give well both guys um, a little bit of fresh air and uh, with Ibushi and Taichi in the second round it's quite interesting because it goes in kind of the, kind of in the same sense as um, Tanahashi and Taichi where Taichi can look very good coming off the momentum of uh, picking up a very very important win and then he faces Ibushi who is just way way better than him way way higher up in the echelon of New Japan and he loses in the second round and that's uh, and that's a fine and that's a fine um, that's a fine tournament for him yeah I think that's the the kind of beauty of this this one quadrant that it's you can make cases for pretty much any of the, of the, exactly. the guys going through it's, this is the most interesting like couple of days of, the, of, of this year's New Japan Cup um, okay so if we'll um we're happy to. Uh, let's move on to the second half of that quadrant. Uh, we'll start off with um, Taguchi, who he's kind of uh, well. He's still still really entertaining. He can still re- uh, still I'd say he had that endorsement from Liger, um, and he's up against Sonada, who I believe is still even though we've had like a re-triple bracket, I, f- I still feel Sonada's many people's pick to win. So um, 
I've got Sonada uh, simply because my whole booking of this bracket plays around Sonada. So, um, uh, so I've kind of got no choice. Um, I think they still have a really good match. Um, but yeah, Sonada will come out on top and Taguchi won't really lose anything because it's the heavyweight junior dynamic that we're uh, still quite used to. Yep. Uh, I've got yeah. Sonada. Uh, I, I don't quite follow your um, your kind of thought about Sonada being the, the star of this group. I think we, we haven't got to the star of this group just yet. Um, but yeah, I certainly see um, Sonada taking this uh, this victory and and going on. Oh, this is a, this is a, an easy um, decision for me. Sonata moves on purely because he is the heavyweight in this in this matchup, and uh, there'll be some close calls, there'll be some funny moments, but Sonata moves on absolutely. Yep, I couldn't ha- I couldn't uh, add anything else here. Really, Sonata is going to, as you said, Conrad is is many people's favorite to go very very far. So. Obviously, he's going to win. The, he's going to win here in the in the first round. So this next match is oh, it's going to abs- it's going to be one of the best matches of the tournament. I think we're going to get Show. Oh, it's going to be absolutely mental. Um, we had the story of Show and Shingo Takagi. Um, obviously, Show wants to challenge Shingo for the um, open weight title that Shingo currently holds and um, well, holds in very high in a very high manner he's kind of become the flag bearer for that division he's kind of began to rebuild it in a way that we haven't really seen that title being used well nobody's really carried it for a long time it's kind of been very transitional like very um i think we had four four different reigns last year that were um zero victory reigns so um i've got show to win this um absolutely mega shock but I think heading into that match with Shingo, which I'm pretty sure is a lock at this point, I think that Show needs to do more than just kind of say, oh, I want to challenge you. I think it'd be really cool if he got like a roll-up on Shingo. Um, at least then he's got that pinfall victory and he can use that as kind of momentum, at least. And like they're, they're, they've got the story, they're one-on-one. Um, obviously, they feuded last year while Shingo was still a, um, like a set junior heavyweight. Um, but I think, yeah, show advances because I think it's too early to have Sonata and Shingo go at it. I think they'll save that for the G1, maybe. There's much bigger stakes and there'll be more, like, even though we'll have a lot of people who want it, I think that we're not going to get that just yet. I pretty much agree. I think I think this is the perfect setup for um, for, a, for a rematch for the title between these two a bit later, possibly at Dominion. So show here picks up the win. He gets the momentum and the credibility to challenge Shingo at a later date, and and that's uh, that's pretty much it. Like it would be, he would be credible enough. I've gone the totally opposite way. I think Shingo uh, picks up this victory. I think um, to be fair, Shingo was arguably the the best wrestler in in New Japan last year, and mm-hmm. I think he was um, it was quite possibly going to be pushing into that heavyweight division and really making an himself. And I think the pandemic, if anyone suffered from the pandemic, it is Shingo because he's he's at, he's really slowed his role. In terms of the the, the the upcoming challenge from, from Shaw, I would suggest that Shaw putting on such a, a good performance but just falling short would do enough for him to be able to say, I deserve another shot, I deserve another chance. So that that might be where we how we get to that match. But but I think I think this is Shingo's 
this is Shingo's tournament to to win. I think um, him going on against uh, uh, going on and facing Sonata, it also kind of builds uh, that kind of little bit of tension Sonata has with the rest of uh, the rest of uh, LRJ, where the only one who doesn't hold any belts and and is kind of like the the weak link of the company kind of thing. Uh, um, yeah, so I've, I've got uh, I've got Shingo going through. You you had my notes copied there for a minute. Um, <laughs> I, I do. I do think Shingo advances. Um, I I also agree that Sho does not need to win necessarily to earn a title shot just yet. I think he can earn his place with an outstanding showing, some extremely close near falls, and I think but Shingo and I think Sho can still prove himself in the best of the Super Juniors whenever that happens. He's still got a way to go. Mm-hmm. And I think Shingo advances, and we get Shingo Sonata. Okay, so um, oh, it's the the more boring half of the bracket now. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's it's, it's still, so weak, and, and it's so so weak. <laughs> we've got like the epitome of unchar, like the epitome of anti charisma um, in Yoshihashi. Um, whose most memorable moment was trying to save Okada and Tanahashi at the tail end of 2018 and slipping and falling on his face. But um, <laughs> uh, he's going up against uh, another member of the New Japan Dad Squad um, in yeah. Hiroyuki Tenzan, the veteran. Um, Dad Squad. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think this is one of the matches that I wasn't as interested in, but I think it'll still it could still be a decent match on paper. Oh, hell yeah. Tenzan's doing a backflip, man. He's going to win. He's going to squash Hashi. Um, and Tenzon moves on. Wow. Hell yeah. Tenzon's going to get a run this tournament. You watch, man. <laughs> the dude's <laughs> about 75 years old. I've, I've got, I've got Dratos Yoshihashi going through. <laughs> yeah, same, same. And the less rule. said about that, the better. <laughs> I've, uh, I've also got Yoshihashi. For some reason, he, he always seems to have like a decent showing in the New Japan Cup. Yeah, it's inexplicable how he gets these decent runs. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, uh, with what Okada was saying while we were on hiatus, um, it looks like he's kind of going to be put in the position where he could credibly team with Okada and go after the tag belts, um, mm. which would be fun if anything, would be change the pace for Okada. Um, do wonders for Yoshihashi, considering they, they both came back from excursion on the same day and one's yeah. become the biggest star in the company and the other's kind of... A piss break. No, he's kind of died a little bit. Uh, Marty and Sean uh, <laughs> dynamic going on here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yoshihashi <laughs> definitely going through the barbershop window. <laughs> well, looks like we're all agreed then. Um, next is... Um, I think this will be. Um, it's. I think it's one of the only all junior matches that we've got. Um, well, I think it's the only all junior match that we've got. Mm, um, I it is. Yes. Oh wait, no. Uh, Uemura and Kanemaru were both, oh, yeah. uh, both juniors. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other half of Rapongi 3K uh, in Yo against um, Bushi of Lij. Uh, I think the story heading into this is quite interesting because obviously before the hiatus, Bushi said. Bushi and Hiromu said that they wanted to challenge for the junior tag belts and they've made challenge. They were one of the fatal four-way members in um, at New Year's Dash. And I think here Bushi gets the win because I thought that they're going to build show more than Yo. And I hate to say that because they're both really good, but they need a challenger um, 
for the junior tag belts and Bushi getting that kind of justifies him and Hiromu getting that shot rather than just saying, oh, we want to challenge then. They've got some actual um, validity to challenge whereas other teams haven't quite got that. They've either lost recently or they've kind of not done enough to earn it kind of thing. So I've, I've got Bushi. Yeah, in, in, interesting um, way of looking at it. I've actually gone for for your, I think, uh, with uh, with Shaw, well, with my story, with Shaw going out in the first round, I think this is kind of uh, yours, chance to shine. He, he's, he's always uh, been kind of like in the shadow of Shaw, and I think giving him a, a bit of a run in, in a tournament like this, especially with it being a, an old uh, juniors match, this is going to be a, a secretly the, the probably the best match on this day of the, the tournament. Uh, but yeah, I've got I've got your eking out a victory. I also got you uh, simply because uh, I think he he, ben- he benefits more from winning. Much simply, Bushi can is more easily take the fall here. Yo is the yo is the younger guy. I think I think he'll be, he simply would benefit more from winning here. No matter uh, no matter what. Um, no matter if it's uh, Yo or Bushi going th- going um, into the se- into the second round, they're likely going to lose to Yo- Yoshihashi or Tenzin anyway. So. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Yo. I'm sorry that I put you in that position to to lose to Yoshihashi. But, but at <laughs> least he's going to get one win and go to the second round, so I guess that's fine. Very, very true. It's a, it's interesting that this is a very chaos heavy uh, quadrant. Mm. Yep, indeed. Yeah, I think that um, it doesn't really matter who wins this because the heavyweight is is awaiting in the second round. And so I guess I will go with Yo, um, but ultimately I think that Tenzan will get past Yoshihashi and Yo and find himself a little further than people expect because we're not focusing on this side of the bracket, which is why exactly why Tenzan gets a little bit of a run. That's a very good way to, to look at it. Um, next, I'd say is the the more interesting part of a fairly uninspired first half of that quadrant. Um, first, we're getting the first singles match since, I believe, the New Japan website said 2017. Um, Satoshi Kojima, uh, another member of the New Japan dad squad, um, against uh, Evil. Um, I think Evil's kind of got this one in the bag um, for reasons that I will get into later. Um, they're going to have a hard-hitting match. Um, it's going to do. Uh, Evil has really impressed me since, say, just before the G1 last year, and he had absolutely mental matches. Um, well, he's impressed me before, but then he, like, in an uninspired New Japan tag division, I feel he's kind of he was kind of stuck a little bit. But since he's kind of done more single stuff, um, like outside of being tag champions. And he's kind of freed from those now. I feel that he's going to kind of do really big things moving forward. He's going to get really far in this tournament. And, uh, Kojima's kind of there. He can still have a really good show and look good while putting the younger guy over. So I- Absolutely makes sense. I've got I've got evil going through as well. I think this is just going to be a big bad hoss battle. We're going to get chops. We're going to get lariats. We're not going to see any kind of flippy shit. It's just going to be two guys beating the living <laughs> piss out of each other. Uh, and I'm all about that. So yeah, that's fine for me. I've got evil going through. Yeah, I also have um, evil advancing uh, for a lot of the same reason you just mentioned. He's he's definitely. Um, I, you know, there was a point where Sonata was um, kind of 
a class above evil, really. Um, it looked like he was really about to um, go on his own. Sonata was good enough to be on his own. Um, but then evil really stepped it up in the G1. So mm-hmm. I do think evil moves on in this first round and we get a fantastic second round matchup with evil and my next match winner, which would be Goto. Yeah, I, pr- I pretty much agree as well. He, evil is the, like, j- just like, just like, um, in other matches we mentioned earlier, he, he benefits, he benefits the most from the, from, from this winning, from winning this match and mm-hmm. possibly quite possibly making it, uh, even further than the second round, so we will we'll see for for what's next. But definitely, he will there making it to the second round. Yeah, it's it's interesting that he hasn't really had that massive breakout, especially when you think he had the match with uh, Jericho, which was 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 really really good. You'd think he, that uh, New Japan would have pushed on from that, but he's he's kind of been in in like almost in limbo since then. Uh, so yeah, it'd be cool to see him get like a a, a good run in this cup. Well, I wouldn't say Evil's been in limbo as, as such, because obviously in G1 he picked up some big wins. Um, he almost beat... Well, he's kind of... Even though he's kind of been looked at as kind of the less talented guy out of the team with Sonata, like we're, we're, um, a lot of people do forget that um, Evil was one of the few guys that beat Okada when he was in the 720-day title reign. Um, and then obviously he she beat Ibushi in... Yeah. And then... Um, and he went on and he took Okada um, and he held more than held his own with Okada. Um, and obviously last year when Ibushi won the briefcase and Evil, Evil was one of the only two guys along with Kenta to beat him um, in that tournament. Picking up big wins, big wins, big wins. Um, and even though he's he's got the Never Six Man belts, which is cool, I guess you can do some. I really hope that he, Shingo and Ibushi really rebuild those belts after a bit of a... Um, bit of a terrible 2019, really. Um, but yeah, um, evil to the next round. So the last part of the first round, Hiroki Goto uh, against um, Yujiro Takahashi. Um, I, I think the result here is, I, I think it's fairly obvious, but um, I've got Goto. I'd like to know um, what have you guys got. Same. I've got Goto. There's a, there's absolutely no reason for for Tokyo Pim to win this match. Uh, just they, they, they just really we will get to see uh, Peter for a, a little while, but ultimately uh, Goto will move on. Well, we'll see if there's you know social distancing involved here. Is Peter <laughs> six foot away, six foot behind? She can't really you know grind up on him uh, with uh, you know the virus situation. Uh, Goto moves on easily because he's my boy. Uh, hashtag Goto respect army. Uh, exactly, yeah. Goto moves on. He always does um does pretty well in New Japan Cups anyway. So yeah, obvious results here. It feels weird not seeing Goto in the, in that open weight division because as long as I've been watching uh, New Japan, he's kind of been the mainstay of that division. So it's true. Uh, don't worry though, he's gonna look a lot better in the intercontinental uh, pitcher. Trust me. Perhaps. Oh, Perhaps. I'm interested in that actually. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, second um, round. Second round. Lovely stuff. Should we go back to the uh, top left? <laughs> um, well, one thing that I, uh, I think we've kind of skipped over with Goto and um, Yujiro, we're going to get a Milano f- first photo of uh, Peter, cause, uh, as he normally does. That's the one thing that uh, we've kind of been missing. <laughs> well, Milano has been missing those pics. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay, so uh, we've got the winner of Togi Makabe um, and Yota Suji against the winner of Tomohiro Ishii and El Desperado. Um, who have we got? Uh, move Well, first of all, who, which two guys have you got facing off and who have you got winning? So I've got um, Makabe versus Ishii. And uh, Ishii's kind of like the bridesmaid in New Japan. Uh, and he always has good runs in tournaments like this, but never. I, I feel sorry for him because he's he's been around in the the Akada era. Any other era in wrestling, he would have been a multi-time world champion. Uh, but yeah, I've got Ishii uh, beating uh, uh, Makabe in this round. Yes, exact same thing here. I've got Makabe and and Ishii uh, making it to the second round, and Ishii making up to, making it to the next round. Mm-hmm. Ishii in uh, six and a half minutes over Maccabee. <laughs> that is a very bold statement. <laughs> I've um, yeah, I've uh, echoed the sentiments. I've got Maccabee and Ishii. Um, Ishii kind of seems the most logical choice because he he's he's the gatekeeper, isn't he? So whoever beats Ishii can get the fact the that he's that though. He's too good to be a gatekeeper, but he's. We're in the Akada Tanahashi, uh, like Nato era, so it's it's so frustrating. It's um, I feel the issue is like he wasn't really appreciated until he got the um, well, he was still appreciated as like a solid worker, but he didn't really kind of explode until like he was in like his mid to late thirties. So I feel like the kind of that you're gonna pick your younger talent and like the guys that have been at the top longer and have proved themselves and. In the day, Ishii's like the workhorse of New Japan, and I'd say along with uh, like him and Goto will always look good and love strong showings in tournaments, and they can always be a good, a credible challenger for whatever mm-hmm. champion. And I feel that that role kind of works for them. If it, yeah, I would like to see both of them win some big, but I'm happy that the fact that they're just getting used in that position. So we're on to uh, the winner of Toriano and Jado against the winner of uh, Honma and Hiromu. Um, again, who have we got and uh, who have we got moving on? So, so for this, I had uh, Yano versus uh, Hiromu. And so outside of this being very, very, very fun, I think, like Yano is, go- Yano is going to get the, the win. He's going to out Shinnan again uh, Hiromu. And outsmart him possibly, and move on, and have a a very again a very interesting ma- match, and very possibly very fun match against Ishii in the quarterfinals. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Yano and Ishii. When I saw Yano and Ishii in this side of the bracket, I said those two are the finalists. It's, it's just so clear to me. Um, Yano beats Honma in a fun about five or six minute match. Um, and Yano takes on um, Tomohiro Ishii, which will be fun, unpredictable, hilarious. It'll be great. Yano versus yeah. Ishii is a wonderful matchup, which brings, you know, the different types of fans into it. You have people who enjoy the comedy, who enjoy some fun, hilarious stuff. Um, and Ishii brings a bunch of brutality and you have those different dynamics in one match, which is really a great unity. Um, so I'm really excited. Uh, Ishii versus Yano. Yeah, you, you you both make really good points. You're wrong, but you both do make really good points. <laughs> I've got uh, I've got uh, Hiromu going through against Yano, uh, just because I think Hiromu is like 
like I've said, one of the massive stars of, of New Japan. He's had the, the comeback from almost career-threatening injury. He was meant to be having the anniversary uh, match against Naton, looking like he was potentially looking to challenge for the titles and stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, I'd love to see uh, Hiromu see if he, see what he could do against a, a big powerhouse like Ishii. So I think that, that I, I probably went with my heart more than my head. But, yeah, I've got Hiromu going through to, to take on Ishii in the next round. Well, I wouldn't say it was your heart that you're, you know, leaning your opinions on. But uh... <laughs> Hashtag pants off for the podcast. I was going to be the title of the show now. <laughs> We've got um I've got Yano and Hiromu and I've oh, got the Hiromu correct moving on. Answer. The correct answer. Uh, Hiromu is gonna do a better job than Osprey did last year at elevating the junior division and proving that they can hang with the heavyweights because I think there's still a lot of people from what I've seen on Twitter that all obviously Twitter is kind of like a microcosm of the greater wrestling community, but there are a lot of people that don't like Will Osprey as a person and see him as kind of a dick yeah <laughs> i feel um i'm one of the people as well like i'll admit he had a really good year last year but then the fact that everybody's like oh he's the best in the world like he had a better year than like shingo or like kento in all japan and it's like we'll see it like yeah he's good but he's not that good and every, everybody loves hiromu and hiromu is going to be that guy to say well and he's going to do it with this tournament he's going to say um he's done obviously challenging Naito and saying I want I want to be the first double um junior champion and heavyweight champion I think that's really cool um I think that Hiromu is going to be the one to break down the barrier between heavyweight and junior um to a more permanent thing because Osprey kind of seemed a bit forced and he's kind of you could see that he was putting on size and he said he wanted to make it to heavyweight so he kind of felt a little bit half-assed kind of thing so yeah um Hiromu's going to go through he's going to beat Yano and what'll be a really really fun match there's going to be a lot of shenanigans and Hiromu's kind of going to outsmart well I think Yano's going to like take him a bit too lightly and he's going to have a bit too much fun and then Hiromu's going to catch him out and that's going to be the downfall that that's how I've got it I think uh Yano kind of like overlooks um overlooks Hiromu and and that's his downfall uh, next, we've got the second half of the lower bracket. We've got uh, the winner of Okada and Gedo against the winner of Nagata and Suzuki. Um, I've got Okada and Suzuki. I've got Suzuki winning because we, I wanted him to win a Royal Quest and he didn't. So this is just my way. Even if I get it wrong of saying this is what I want to happen. <laughs> yep, yeah, I've got Okada taking on Suzuki. Uh, I, I don't think Suzuki is going to be Okada, mainly for the reason why what I said in 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 the 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 match against uh, Nagata, I think he's in kind of limbo with uh with New Japan in in terms of status, and I just don't see in the first tournament back 110 days of no no action. I think Okada is not going out in the second round. Uh, I think he's going much much further. So yeah, I've got Okada beating Suzuki. All right, so I have um, Okada and Suzuki again. I think that. Uh, my comments would mirror um, what Mag says. I-, I do think Suzuki, I don't know when his contract is up. I think New Japan does a really good job of keeping that stuff out of the headlines, like unlike Western um, wrestling organizations where that's like a lot of the news. 
Um, so it's actually kind of nice to not know what's going to happen. So I think Okada goes over Suzuki in possibly one of the main or semi-main events of that evening. And it could be a good 20, 22-minute match if if time permits or however long the time limit is. I think Okada, goes over, Okada wins over Suzuki in really probably the, the best uh, match of the night. It's definitely going to be um, the main event of um, of that show. It's likely going to be one of the best matches of the not only the second round but the whole tournament. Now, I in terms of who would win, I think it would be Suzuki. Mm. Um, more because it's more linked to who I have as a as a winner and who would and. and how that how that winner would benefit from uh, from winning the tournament. So that's why I have uh, Suzuki going uh, actually very very far in the tournament, which is a little bit of a spoiler. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, well, so I think Suzuki that's going over Okada. I think that's fair because you can't. Um, it's easy to pick a lot of baby faces or mega stars or superstars. So I think it's very fair to think that Suzuki could get a good run here to to level that out. It's like you have to remember he is a heel. He is not supposed to be cheered. Um, but because He's of his legacy leader. Right. And so I think it, it makes a fair point. If Suzuki were to move all the way to the quarter or the, to the finals, I think that would be kind of suiting. You need to balance out face and heel because that those things still matter i think you've uh, hit them off hit the nail on the head there will yeah with the educational lesson that we learn uh if you've watched the tanahashi film is that without the without the bad guys you don't get the good guys um if you haven't watched my dad is a heel wrestler go and watch that so we've got the second half of the quadrant um we've got the winner of yomura and kanemaru against the winner of gabe kid and ishimori uh, who've got and who've got moving forward? So I have got Kanemaru taking on Ishimori in the second round, and um, spice, yeah, spicy and delicious. And I've got uh, I've got <laughs> the poster child Ishimori taking the victory. <laughs> Shock horror. <laughs> Heartbreak kid music plays. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is for me. Um, I think I picked. Okay, that's right. I picked Taiji, uh, Taiji to go over the young lion here. Um, Yumura gets a little shout, gets an extra match, but um, Taiji wins in about five minutes. Yeah. So in the end, I also have Taiji making it to the next round, anyways. But I have I have him facing uh, Kanemaru as well. Um, that match is going to have a little bit of um, Noah flavor uh, on it. Yeah. Obviously, uh, both of them are not going to not going to be exactly, especially Kanemaru. It's not going to be the exact same uh, Kanemaru we know from um, a decade ago, but it should still be very, very good. Actually, Pro- probably a match which will go a little bit um, under the radar, mm-hmm. but still going to be very good. And Ishimori makes it uh, makes it to the next round, uh, likely be getting uh, beat up by Suzuki. Yeah. We've yeah. got the. Uh, I'd actually quite like to see Ishimori. I've actually got Ishimori Suzuki. Well, sorry, while we're on the topic. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, on to the um, 
Look at me out here on a limb with with a Kada Ishimura. <laughs> I can't see that happening too soon. I think Suzuki being in the position that he is, I don't think that. Well, um, Suzuki kind of being like a bit out in the open rather than Okada being like top of the card guaranteed, like your main event guy. I feel that him and Suzuki, um, him and Ishimori could get more of a uh, like a better match than Okada and Ishimori was because loads of people have bet on Okada and with probably with good reason considering both mm. both men's position in the company. But I think this will be kind of like a like the sleeper for one of the better matches of the tournament if we get like if, like Ishimori in the quarterfinals just gets whoever he's up against will be a good match because he's Ishimori and it's a shame that he hasn't been able to kind of showcase what he's capable of as much as what we'd like him to. Um, I, I wouldn't really focus on on the fact that Okada versus Taiji like looks like a weird match. I would focus more on the bigger picture is Okada Switchblade. That's kind of one of the base foundation uh, storylines in the company from last year going into this year. And that's going to be the story for a while. So you got to look at it from this way. I think Okada um, going through all these bad guys, uh, and, I, and then you still have this element of Jay White. When is he going to show up? Is he going to come back, you know, pester him at ringside? Is he going to mess with him? I, I don't know. I think that there's there's more an Okada versus Bullet Club story that we need to think about. So that's why I have Okada versus Taiji in the finals for that bracket. Yeah, I didn't even uh, think about that. It's, it's almost like Ishimori's kind of a Jay White's conduit. I think Okada is going to fight Taiji in the ring, but he's really fighting really like all of Bullet Club. So the whole crew is going to be outside probably. Well, all the available crew <laughs> considering right. yeah. Tama's, Tama's not there. Tanga's not there. Kent is not there. Loads of people were really confused about that, but he said, that he, I'm pretty sure he said ages ago that he was moving. He was staying in Florida because he didn't want to move his family or whatever. And loads of people were really angry about the fact that he wasn't going to be there. And it's like, well, he was, he's Japanese. Why isn't he there? And it's like, well, because... I think, think loads of people just get angry about Kenta, no matter what yeah. he says or does. <laughs> I'm still angry at him for uh, Wrestle Kingdom. I'm still uh, angry at him for uh, for attacking Shibata. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, was, that, that annoyed me so much. I'm angry at him for, for referencing NXT with his takeover T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you could just imagine that call with Triple H if he got one. Yeah. I'm, in fact, I'm actually more angry with the grey frosted tip hairstyle. Mm. That's just you're saying that of a jealousy, Max. Yeah. That's, what, That's yeah. because Magray is, is is coming through naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to the uh, upper half or well, the upper right hand side? I've got Tanahashi and Zack Sabre Jr. for the ten thousandth time in two years, um, and I've got Zack Sabre Jr. moving to the quarterfinals. Ah, boo. <laughs> I think that, that Wilf may not agree with that. I'm an original, what can I say? <laughs> well, I, I boo because I have Hiroshi Tanahashi going past Zack Sabre Jr. in this round. Um, because I have an evil plan. If you follow me on Twitter, um, I am back. And it's at ShutUpWilf. Um, it's, I have an evil plan for Tanahashi. And, and I think he's going to uh, advance here through Zack Sabre Jr interesting i've gone with uh, uh tanahashi taking on ibushi 
Uh, and I've gone for, for like I said, in, in when we were talking about the first round, I've gone for an Ibushi win with uh, kind of sowing the seeds of dissension between uh, between the two the two tag team members. So, yeah, I've got uh, Ibushi going through to the next round. And uh, I have um, Taichi facing um, Kota Ibushi with Ibushi picking up, picking up the win. Oh, I forgot so, Taichi was in this group. Oh my god! Don't for, don't forget the Holy Emperor. Don't be a sinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's up next? What do we have? Uh, we've got the winner of Taguchi and Sonada against the winner of Sho and Shingo. Um, I've got Sonada and Show because it's too soon to have Shingo and Sonada. Uh, they're going to save that for the G1. It's going to be one of the last nights. Um, uh, I've got Sonada beating Show because, as I've said, the whole my whole stance I took with this tournament was Sonada winning. So, uh, yeah, I've got Sonada beating Show. It's going to be a really good match. Um, Show's really going to kind of hold his own. Um, it's going to be really good. Um, and at least he's kind of he's beaten one. He just can't beat LI, all of LIJ. He's beaten one, which is the one that he wants, but then he loses to the kind of black sheep at the minute of LIJ in Sonada. Interesting. I've gone with Shingo taking on Sonada. I've gone with uh, Shingo picking up the victory. Like I said, I think it was Shingo's year last year, um, and I think they're going to continue that. I also think we're going to get uh, the kind of Sonada where he's disillusioned as part of uh, LIJ being the only one who, who can't win a title. And, and this is just going to kind of compound that. And then eventually we're going to get a Sonata break away from LIJ. So I've gone with a Shingo win. Man, I, I really, really love Shingo. But I have Sonata defeating Shingo in a very athletic, very, very good wrestling match for that night. Uh, might be the main or the semi-main main of it, uh, semi-main. But I do have Sonata getting past Shingo to set up a Sonata versus Tanahashi uh, quarterfinal. As much as I would like to see uh, Sonata and Shingo, I'm also going to to go with um, Sho versus Sonata for the for, for the second round match. So same logic as Conrad, Sanada get, gets the um, gets the win over Sho. He's the heavyweight. He's uh, like we said, is a, a heavy favorite favorite, and him. Him getting the getting the win and advancing to the quarterfinal uh, makes the most sense in my mind. Next we have the boring um, <laughs> dry toast Yoshihashi against uh, the well, the kind of least used member of LIJ. Um, well, the winner of Yo and Bushi. I've got Miss um, Captain Boring and Bushi. And I've got Captain Boring winning. Captain um, Boring. Captain <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've gone with uh, in the second round. I've got uh, uh, Captain Oatmeal uh, taking on taking on your um, disrespecting oatmeal. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Do you know, I felt dirty saying that because I actually like oatmeal. Like, Bran Flakes, then. We'll go with Bran Flakes. Uh, I've got Bran Flakes getting the victory against his uh, Chaos uh, stable mate uh, in your... Uh, just let's get past this match as soon as possible. Yeah, it turns on, moves on. Uh, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Not even involving Yoshihashi. <laughs> so, lastly, I'm also going with... Um, 
the uncharismatic enigma um, Yoshihashi facing uh, <laughs> facing <laughs> Yo, and uh, yeah, Yoshihashi also moves on because somehow he always makes it uh, makes it quite far in those New Japan Cups, and New Japan always keeps uh, keeps pushing him a little bit. He mm. must have some dirt on Gade or Shula. If he's friends with Okada, it's like Osprey. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Okada's like, he gets a pass, give him a win, give him a win. Do you reckon he's like, more so now, do you reckon he's just like, well, Triple H has said that he wants me in NXT, so if you do not give my friends the win, I'm taking a walk and I'm going to <laughs> yeah. America. Just keeps using Triple H as a threat. <laughs> no, I can't see Okada playing it like that. <laughs> It'd be funny to think of. We've got the... The Hoss, the Hoss fight, kind of um, the winner of Kojima and Evil against the winner of Goto and Yujiro. Um, I've got Evil and Goto. I've got Evil because it sets up. Um, well, it gives Evil a, an easy win in the quarterfinals, um, but also Goto loses nothing. Even I'd really like to see Goto win, but then be, because he's the king of these tournaments, um, and he always has a really good showing. But I just can't see him beating Evil and that's a re- that's a real shame it's nothing against Goto just they feel that Evil's going to get further this year for story reasons I think you're incredibly wrong there you're going to see it on July 2nd <laughs> you're going to see that happen actually uh, I've, <laughs> yeah, I've gone for uh, Evil taking on Goto and I've actually got Goto going through and it's because of who I've got going through in the in the top half of the bracket which kind of uh, made me go with Goto. Uh, he's always he's a, a lot like Ishii, where he's always kind of like the bridesmaid. He, he will always have a really good tournament, but kind of fall short at the later ends. But yeah, I've definitely got Goto beating Evil. Uh, Goto over Evil for me. Goto is going to. I, I'm gonna wish it until it happens, but Goto's gonna be in the intercontinental picture soon enough. I think. I think he's done enough for the never title. I think there's enough guys to to cover that never uh, contention now that you don't really need Goto in that picture. And after Goto finished, I think he was runner-up in the block of last G1. So I, I think people are underestimating Hiroki Goto here. And I think Goto gets past evil and, and does and gets even further, actually, than that. Those are a lot of... A lot of good points, which uh, which I agree with for the most part, but still I'm going to go with. Um, so first of all, I also have um, Evil facing facing Goto in the in the second round, though I'm going to go with Evil winning, um, for the simple reason that I have that who is going to be uh, the um, the winner of the of the top bracket on the on the right side, like it's. The, the way I the, the way I picture it is going to, evil is going to play uh, an interesting part um, in that matchup and there's going to be uh, a lot of callbacks a lot of callbacks in terms of, of storyline you'll see uh, a little bit later we're getting yeah, down to the, kind of, we're getting down to yeah, the nitty gritty here yeah we are mm. yeah Val I think um, before we move on I think I, I think I kind of see where you're going with this and I think I've got yeah. the same idea mm. You made me tell um, about it when you talked about um, Evil uh, making it and having an easy win in the against uh, presumably Yoshihashi or Tenzan uh, in the next. I've got, I've got Yoshihashi, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so to move back to the top left corner of the uh, bracket, we've got the winner. Well, um, 
two win the two winners of the matches that we've seen before. Um, I've got Ishii against Hiromu. Um, I've got Hiromu winning um, for pure shock value. Um, it's wow. going to be in junior semi-final. That's a shock. Um, yeah. It's going to prove so much, though. I think Hiromu gets more from that win than Ishii does, and I hate to see Ishii lose, but it's against Hiromu, and he's going to do so much for that division now that he's covered. Now that he's kind of laid out plans, and he wants to do best of Super Juniors in G1, and he wants to do like all this stuff with the heavyweights, and he's going to beat the probably the size-wise and kind of like power-wise. I say Ishii's probably up there, and if he beats Ishii, then it, it's a huge, 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 huge thing for him moving forward, and he can do really big things off of it. Um, so I've got Hiromu advancing to the semi-finals. That, that again, the bold, the bold predictions in this is unreal. I've got uh, Hiromu taking on Ishii, but I've I've got Ishii advancing. I think uh, whilst uh, I can explain a win against uh, the likes of Yano and Honma, I think Ishii is just one step too far for for Hiromu. I think he'll give him a good good go, but uh, eventually the power and the kind of uh, the just. It's the it's the Stone Pitbull at the end of the day. He's, he's one of the hardest people to beat in the world, and I think uh, Hiromu is just going to come short. But um, I have uh, Ishii and Yano in this uh, <laughs> final uh, two of the side of the bracket, and uh, I have Ishii moving on because this is this is great for him. Uh, he does well in cup competitions. He does great in knockout competitions, and I think Ishii continues that good that good run. And he gets past Yano in a tricky, tricky final uh, quarterfinal, and he moves on to the semifinals where he takes on somebody in the bottom bracket. <laughs> oh, tease oh. you, tease. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have the the exact same matchup with um, Ishii and Yano, and I was almost tempted to have Yano advancing, but I'm going to go with Ishii as well, simply because I th- I just think for the semi-final, then you want uh, the more uh, serious match to occur, no matter mm-hmm. who faces no matter who faces who. So Ishii may Ishii it. It's still going to be a rather competitive match because Yano with the he can even the odds with the with a little bullshit it tends to do, but it's going to... <laughs> Hashtag yeah, shenanigans. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Ishii makes it to the semis. Okay, let's move on to the bottom half. I have got... Well, yeah, the two guys left. Uh, I've got Suzuki against Ishimori and another bold pick because it's going to be an all-junior semi-final and they have to do that. Um, uh, I'm going to go with wow. Ishimori picking the shot win, but they're going to have... Giant interference, and they're going to have some sort of because Suzuki's, as I've mentioned, he's very out in the open. He's got no real ties to a big feud at the minute. And I feel that a feud with Bullet Club and the likes um, have Jay do something else before he goes back. And because Knight has already said that he can challenge, um, so if you do something with Jay and you have him beat someone like Suzuki before going back to Naito, I feel that's going to do something really big, and it gives Naito some time to kind of have another challenge before taking on like one of the bigger guns in like Okada, Ibushi and Jay and Tanahashi and whatever. So yeah, that's, that's basically my logic. I've got Ishimori Hiromi semifinals. Well, I think you have been uh, partaking in, in some wacky tobacco. If you think there's going to be a, a, <laughs> an old junior semifinals. Um, I'm watching 205 live a little too much. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, this is not Drake Maverick's year, and it's certainly not uh, Ishimori's year. Uh, yeah, I've got Akada taking on Ishimori, and it's lol. Akada wins for me. 
Um, I also have Okada versus Taiji. Um, Okada is going to have all the um, Bullet Club crew around the ring. It's going to be very, very difficult. Um, but, uh, you know, I think Okada advances. And Okada, oh, look, Okada is your Cena. You know, he is your face of the brand, um, the young face of the brand. And and you have to have Okada have a strong run. He he just carried the title for like two years, you know, before, and um, it was a historic reign. You can't just have him lose. He has to get far in this. And I have Okada taking on Tomohiro Ishii in what could be a really really spicy match. Yes, that sounds that sounds uh, really really good actually. But now now for me, so I had. Um, <laughs> But I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, so I had I had um, Suzuki and Ishimori, so, but I'm not going to to go with an old junior uh, semifinal with um, as I have uh, Suzuki uh, making it to the semis, face, going to face Ishii in a very hardening match. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. We're we're all going to enjoy this if hopefully it happens and it's just gonna be nice. It's just gonna be yeah. nice. It, I mean, all the, all those kind of like iterations make for a, a really good semi final of the New Japan Cup. Uh, exactly. But yeah. but but in comrades, obviously uh, the best of the su- super juniors. I think he were booking. Uh, but yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just so exciting to have New Japan back. I, I can't wait for this to to kick off quarterfinals uh, in the top right corner um i've got zack saber jr against sonada i've got sonada avenging that loss and he's going to go to the semi-finals for well um i thought there's, there's enough story there that you can make that match interesting that the, the even though they faced each other that many times uh, towards the tail end of last year they were always really really good in the ring together um i, I could watch them wrestle for days and i'd never really get I'd never get fully bored of it. I think it gives another edge the fact that Zach has beaten someone that was kind of a mainstay in the tag division. So he's beaten um, beats Tanahashi. Um, he's beaten um, Ibushi. He's beaten like all these tag guys, and he can kind of build a portfolio of himself. He's like, well, I've beaten like both. I think he said he went with uh, Sonata anyway. Uh, yeah. All right, so I'll I'll pick up and hopefully he comes back on shortly. Um, <clears throat> so I had uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Sonata, um, you know, new school kind of, you know, la- last school, old school, um, and I think this is gonna be a really good match. I think that I I'm gonna give Tanahashi a bit a bit of a bump right here. I'm gonna give him a bit of a run, mm-hmm. and I have Hiroshi Tanahashi beating Sonata, and we get Hiroshi Tanahashi back in the um, back into the match a little bit here um and tanahashi will make his way to the quarterfinal uh defeating sonata yeah it's it uh like we said earlier it's interesting that this is the most stacked group and and we're kind of all going like different ways with it um i've actually got ibushi taking on shingo and i've got shingo going through because of of the the reasons i've said time and time again i think that the shingo's gonna have a really really strong tournament because he was the the basically the hottest thing uh, going into the, the pre-pandemic era, and I think that's going to continue. Well, um, as for me, so I was going with uh, Ibushi and Sanada, 
uh, and uh, keeping on my logic as well, um, Sanada picks up the win. Hibushi, while uh, while having picking up those wins, is still globally in quite um, the downward spiral. So, so having Sanada, uh, who is going to get, gain more and more momentum uh, from the New Japan Cup, getting that big win over Ibushi and uh, hopefully hopefully um, making it uh, again again um, to the final and uh, with with an escalation that he has been having uh, through the New Japan Cups over the years uh, since he debuted, uh, I think it was uh, 2017, I believe, or 2016. So no, we can pretty, we can pretty yeah. much move on, I think. Uh, so yeah, let's yeah, move so. to the bottom, the boring bracket. <laughs> this is the Goto bracket. Um, yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> Goto and Evil are like the saviors of this bracket. <laughs> um, I've got, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Evil and Yoshihashi. Um, Evil goes through, sets up the semi-final with Sonata. Um, looking at my bracket now, I feel I've gone a little bit Lij heavy, but I feel it needs to kind of be that way. Um, Obviously, Sonata can avenge the G1 loss, or Evil can, Evil can get another win over Sonata and put further doubt. So, um, yeah, I've got Evil going through because it makes sense when looking at the top half of that right-hand side of the bracket. Yeah, interesting. I've gone with uh, with Goto uh, going going through. Um, to, to, which, which, oh, yeah, Mongol. I had him against Yoshihashi, which uh, will uh, bring the end of this uh, amazing run of the charismatic Yoshihashi, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, I've got uh, gone with Goto. It's time to get like 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 Will said in, uh, earlier on. It's time to get serious in in these kind of later matches. So yeah, I've gone with Goto. Yeah, I think Val was the one who said to get more serious, but uh, I totally, apologies. totally. No, I totally agree. <laughs> I do have uh, Goto advancing to the quarterfinal where he takes on Hiroshi Tanahashi in, in, in a very competitive match. Uh, so I have Goto going through uh, to take on Hiroshi Tanahashi in the semi. So same as same as Conrad for me, I have um, I have Hevel uh, versus Yoshiashi with Hevel um, going over facing facing Sanada. So that's so that's the bit of story that I, that I had. And high head in mind, in mind actually, with with the with the G1 last year and all the confrontations which have been going uh, rather rather to Senator's way most of the time. So that gives that gives um, some a, some edge uh, for Evil to boost boost him up and get motivated. But in the end, it's going to be well. well I'm not going to spoil spoil uh, the the results. I've already <laughs> I've, I've already said a bit too much. I think okay. loose, loose lips sink ships. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so weird hearing Mag say loose lips. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> did you miss me? I did. I did. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> 2000 reference, am I right? <laughs> not sure if it was meant to be a reference, but um, <laughs> I'm definitely not taking um, off all my claws. Just... Oh, I feel nauseous. This is, uh, this is PG 13, the pop podcast <laughs> that's suitable for children, I suppose. Even even though we've some of, we've probably swore a lot, I forgot. But yeah, okay, let's move over to the left half again, the semi-finals. No, I've, got, I've gone first, so uh, Val, do you want to go first? 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let me remember. I had Ishii, yeah, Ishii and Suzuki as my semi-final. Um, so I did. I did say earlier that I had um, Suzuki going very far in this tournament. He's not going to stop at the semi-final. So he's beating Ishii. Nice. So I, th- I think you're going to. You need to have one big top heel make. Um, a very deep run, and I think it's. I think with Jay White and Kenta gone, uh, well, gone, not being able to participate and out of the bracket, I think you can benefit from having Suzuki make that mm. big run at the side of the bracket and face uh, whoever from um, Evil and Sanada from uh, from the other side for me, and uh, have that big um, baby face versus underdog baby face versus a, a little bit of monster heel dynamic which I think could be quite interesting as a final. I think that's a great point about having a strong heel go far to balance it out. But I also think that given the the virus, the pandemic, the fact that uh, you know fans have not been involved and I think at this point we're well, going to have a defense. we're going to have a limited amount of fans I, I believe from what I read uh, at this stage or or close yeah. to the end. So third, what I, I think for what I would say at this point is if there are fans involved, I think that you don't necessarily have to have the heel go that far, That's which true. is why which is why I personally would go with Okada defeating Ishii and you have Okada go to the finals of the cup where he will take on somebody else who's also faced um, just because of the conditions that people just want to see, you know, somebody positive win and i think you have more unpredictability when you have two baby faces going at it that everybody's going to end up being happy regardless um but any any other (laughs) normal pre-virus world i would totally agree with you um but i do have okada going on to the uh finals of the cup yeah i've I've got to echo literally everything that wolf has just said whilst it uh in a normal situation uh a heel uh, face dynamic would have worked perfectly i think in this you need your your top star being in the final of the first tournament back from from uh the coronavirus era so yeah i've gone with uh okada picking up the victory against uh ishin in what will obviously be an amazing match because these two can absolutely go with the best of them so yeah i've got okada going through to the final i would like to see okada in the final but i've made made the choice um i've got uh hiromu and ishimori and this it does sound where... so wrong it sounds so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of felt like I'd take a different stance because I thought that a lot, um, everybody else was kind of go, gonna go with like your heavyweight guys. But I feel that with Dominion happening the day after, like a day after the Cup final, they need to have, um, Hiromu needs to have a match, like a defense on that card. And with Ishimori beats Hiromu in a rematch of the best of the Super Junior final, and then we get that match again at Dominion. But then Ishimori wins Super Juniors, and then we get Ishimori Hiromu again at the Dome, and it's going to be the absolute best. That's your big story heading into Tokyo Dome. Ishimori still your Bullet Club rep against Sonada in the final, and then I think that's um, I think that would really work as a dynamic. Ishimori's got some he, he would have built so much credibility in this tournament, obviously beating your heavyweight guys and you, you, the guys that you wouldn't expect him to beat. Um, he reaffirms his place as Bullet Club's top junior ace. 
You can even have some sort of story with Phantasmo when he comes back, like the fact that Ishimura kind of took his place. But yeah, Hiromu needs that big defense. Ishimura is going to be that guy. Uh, Hiromu Ishimura at Dominion makes sense. Uh, Hiromu is elevated. Ishimura is elevated. And we still get Bullet Club versus LIJ in the final, which I feel that they've, they're have they going to do. That's, that's the big kind of faction feud we're going to get this year. Oh, man, you have been watching a lot of WWE Raw this, this <laughs> pandemic. That is some crazy booking. I mean, holy cow. If that were to happen, I, I don't know. I, I'd have to just wire you some money because that's impossible. It, I mean, it, it would be cool <laughs> to see uh, New Japan Canon put that much emphasis on, on the juniors in, in a tournament like this, but I just I just don't see it. I really don't it's see it. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's too many big names in this for them to say, all uh, oh, these are going to go out, but these uh, these juniors are, are going to be the stars of the show. Oh, it would be hilarious, though, to see that. <laughs> yeah, that would be some definite Vince McMahon booking. <laughs> see, I was thinking, oh, um, like, I think they kind of have the opportunity to do, like, a fresh slate here, but then the fact that Hiromu was pressuring... Like a lot of the higher ups in New Japan, like the press conference and that, and a lot. It's like, oh, I want to fight Naito. I want to fight, like, I want to fight all these heavyweights, and I want to beat the heavyweights, and I want to do this, this, and this with like break down that weight class barrier that's been there for so long and it's been present. Um, and I feel that this could be the opportunity to do it, and then like maybe some yeah. interference in the semis and issue more advances, and then you've got that story yeah. heading. And I'm just thinking like Dominion and need a big match. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a cool concept, the kind of uh, the kind of blurring of the lines between the heavyweights and the juniors. I just don't think it's going to happen the very first tournament that they come back. I think we're going to get kind of like, this is what New Japan's all about, grab all the fans back in and then maybe start transitioning into some of your uh, wacky Triple H ideas. <laughs> <laughs> For all, uh, all way to move on, then um, the other semi-final... Um, Wilf, do you want to go ahead? Uh, yeah, so I have Hiroki Goto uh, taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, and, and again, we're going with a lot of baby faces, but because I think that the not only wrestling fans, but I think the country kind of needs it at this point uh, to have a lot of uh, baby faces. A lot of people, see everybody gets their favorites um, in there. So I think I love Hiroki Goto, but I have Hiroshi Tanahashi going on to take on Okada, tried and true rivalry, classic matches every single time they go at it, uh, Tanahashi versus Okada in the finals. I, I really, I love the kind of like callback to um, a classic match. I love the fact that they, that you've gone with a, a tried and true, but I, I do think that if you've got Okada in, in the in the final, you, you don't need it to be a, uh, another big face of the company you can you can kind of push somebody who 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 needs it so that's why i've got in my uh seventh half i've got goto against shingo and i've got shingo going through uh because i love shingo and i still think he deserved the big push after the the, the pandemic and i think that's going to continue i'm going to get a shingo versus a card of final <laughs> These are very, very, very nice matchups. Mm. So me, I'm going with the all uh, LIJ semi-finals of Sanada versus Evil. So keeping on the usual track between these two, it's Sanada going over as the 
usually as the the edge of her um, of her evil, and it makes uh, it it keeps on the Sanada um, escala- escalation during the New Japan Cup, where he started. He started in didn't win the in didn't win in the first round, then it passed up around, then another one, another one, another one, and he and he kept uh, making taking a step further each year, and now he's going to the, be the, in the final again to try uh, to to possibly win his first New Japan Cup, and maybe maybe we'll have another uh, big time uh, All Lij match uh, in Osaka Joel. I like that idea. Um, and Val, I think I echo all the sentiments that you've just shared. Um, I've got Sonada Evil uh, semi-final. Um, Sonada goes ahead. Um, he avenges the G1 loss, um, which is I feel is very important after he, um, he had a, I think it's fair to say, he had a bit of a lacklustre tournament. He really picked up steam towards the end, but, but I feel that he needs the win more, especially looking at the tournament as a whole, because... Um, I remember Kevin Kelly and he said he kept making a really big point and this just screamed out to me for some reason. But he kept saying that Sonada hadn't won a singles match in six months. So I feel like he to get to the at least the final here to kind of reaffirm his status as someone that could really get into that next level and take that like take a title and kind of build it. So yeah, I've got uh, Ishimori Sonada final. Speaking of finals, um Max, do you wanna go? Yeah, Ishimori versus Sonata. Uh, I I love. I would love to watch that all day long, but it just doesn't scream New Cap, uh, Japan Cup final for me. Uh, I've got Okada taking on Shingo, and I've sung Shingo's praises all day long, and I think I'm going to continue that because I think we get Shingo winning the uh, the New Japan Cup and uh, besting Okada. That's bold. I love it. But that's bold. <laughs> Uh, Val, do you want to share your final? Yeah, <laughs> yep. So my final was uh, Suzuki versus Sanada. So as you probably have guessed by now, uh, Sanada is picking up the win. Um, he 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 gets to he gets another chance at um, making a big 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 time statement, something we have been waiting for uh, for quite a while now with Sanada with um, the match with the matches with Okada. Okada mainly. Um, he's going to face Naito for who knows which title. Maybe both. Likely, likely will face uh, Naito for uh, both the Intercontinental and um, Heavyweight title. And that's gonna be his big, uh, the biggest match of his career. And the the type the type of match where hopefully he can show that uh, he will most definitely be a part of New Japan's future. As as the very big star that maybe they they hope him they hope that he will be. Great booking, really enjoyed. I would really really enjoy that. All, All right, is so everybody well. is everybody sitting down for my uh, for my final oh. prediction? I think I <laughs> guessed your winner. At least I hope. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen I, your bracket, Wolf, and you, you're saying that I've got Vince McMahon booking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wolf has got that Cordy booking booking for the boys. <laughs> Okay, so here we go. This is my final prediction, and it's crazy and possibly not even possible. So I, I think that there's no time limits for finals, but I'm going to just like live in my own world, as politicians are doing nowadays. We're living and making our own truths. Uh, so I'm going to live in my own world, and there will be a time limit. So you can guess where this is going. Okada Tanahashi 
it, it always takes a very long time for them to to be uh, to find out who the best is. It's taken ten plus years to find out, right? Uh, so what I have is a time limit draw. Uh, nobody wins the cup. They're co-winners essentially. Um, which makes the new Japan uh, Dominion show a triple threat main event. Okada, Tanahashi, Naito. A, it's I know a triple threat for the heavyweight title is super rare. It's probably not liked by a lot of people. But what better time than now to have your three biggest baby faces in a really special event in front of fans for the first time? And how that plays out is a two out of three fall kind of match. The first person to get a fall, a pin or submission, is the new intercontinental champion, which for me will be Tanahashi. Then the second fall, yes, and then the second fall goes to Naito. Naito retains the heavyweight championship, and then Okada is left to go take on Switchblade or whatever. So... New Japan Cup final is a draw, co-winners that leads to a Dominion triple threat. Wow, and you and you said Conrad took inspiration from WWE. <laughs> you, you've literally taken the Lex Luger and Brett Royal Rumble, the Dave Batista and John Cena Royal Rumble, mashed them together and come up with a Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho versus Kurt Angle double championship match. One Brilliant. of the best matches. One of the best matches ever. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> this is some uh, Paul Tolley style booking, isn't it, Max? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He'd have Charlotte Flair winning the New Japan Cup. <laughs> I think I'd stop watching wrestling. I think I'd lose all hope in wrestling if that were to, if that were to ever happen, which it wouldn't. I'm so glad it wouldn't. I've got uh, Sonata Ishimori in the final because Bullet Club LIJ, and I feel that was the kind of plan that they were going with. Sonata wins. Because, um he challenges for the IC title because he's made that many failed attempts Ooh. at the heavyweight title, and I don't think he's properly challenged for the IC title yet. Interesting. Um, the Shinsuke, Shinsuke tactic. I think he could do something with that belt, because I feel... And, um, I was watching Hiromu's YouTube channel uh, the other day, and did really, really fun stuff all around Hiromu's YouTube channel, but um, there was the, the one where they did the photo shoot for the um, Weekly Pro Wrestling magazine. And Naito said that they weren't going to do, they were going to do the big roll call at the Dome, but Sonata didn't win, so they didn't do it. So I feel that this is the opportunity to, and you have Sonata, Naito, I'm sure this is a really big thing, the fact that the heavyweight title is not main event in Dominion, but um, Sonata wins, all the LRJ guys come out and they've all got the nice shiny belts. And they all did the, did the big roll call. Kent is not there, so we can't ruin everybody's hopes and dreams. <laughs> uh, the big confetti shower on all of LIJ it makes a really cool photo. It will be on the next issue of Weekly Pro Wrestling. And everybody lives happily ever after because Sonada wins the IC title after winning the New Japan Cup. You know, your, your, your story kind of plays out because if Sonata goes for the IC belt then you could slot Hiromu right into Naito match and have a special event, you know, and make up for the anniversary. So that kind of makes, you know, makes some sense. This is this is all miracle on 31st Street bookings. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Max and Val are the only people that have that have actually like 
been like it's kind of stuck to the New Japan booking model in any way. <laughs> Actually, your your booking is quite your your booking is quite interesting too. Like um, at le- at least at least regarding regarding Sanada um, mm. possibly picking the IC title, that's something that I really like. Though I don't think uh, I don't think it's gonna happen just yet. That's the yeah. difference. And I, 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 I think. Th- sorry, go on. Thank you, thank you. Um, so while I think uh, Sanada is winning the new Japan Cup and, and um, going on to face Naito, I think that's where you can have your time limit draw, which uh, Wilf was also t- talking about. Mm. You also have the big roll call there, and possibly later at the G1, you have Naito and Sanada again in the, in the same block. That's where Sanada picks up the win over Naito and... Maybe at at some point later on you can have then another match where Sanada chooses to pick the IC title. You can book it. You can book it differently. I think you could do it. Um, you could do that a bit a little bit later. Maybe if they keep uh, King of Pro Wrestling, maybe or maybe in 2020, 2021 actually. Man. But I think you could do that um, a little bit further in the future. Yep, and I, I, I was the point I was just gonna uh, make was I think that's the essentially the beauty of, of New Japan and it's it's why I get so invested in it is that you you can never predict the way that uh, the booking's going to go because they're so good at these nuanced kind of elongated storylines where you fed a little bit of information but you, yeah. you you might not even get any kind of fruition on that for months even sometimes years down the line it's 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 so cool that you can sit here for two hours and kind of go over a, a tournament and come up with four totally different outcomes. There are really a lot of options. That's, uh, that's <laughs> the good thing about New Japan. And this, uh, the, the panel concept as well was really, really fun. Um, uh, before um, we start wrapping things up, um, the Together project, um, the show they're doing, I believe that's on Monday. Mm. What are we, like, just a general, just general question there. What do we all think... Like, what are we all expecting from that show? Like, is it just going to be like a bunch of tags, or do you reckon we'll get a singles match or two? They kind of have to come back with a bang, but I'm not sure if they're going to like throw all the singles matches when the New Japan Cup starting like the next day. I th- well, I, um, with how New Japan uh, usually usually proceeds, I would like to think they would be they would go with um, a, b- a bunch of tag uh, a bunch of tag match, uh, but likely some some quite quite some big ones still to possibly to preview some of the you know, big New Japan Cup matches. Yeah, yeah uh, I agree. To, just, to, just, to, just to have the, the crowd, uh, well, well, not the crowd, but the fans who are going to watch a bit hyped up and, uh, yeah. and get a bit yeah. of a early tension uh, for the New Japan Cup. Yeah, kind yeah. of a, like a, um, a, a wetting of the appetite almost. <laughs> yeah, absolutely yes. agree. Yeah. yeah, I can see it being like a New Year's Dash. I'd love to see uh, another uh, Ishigoto and uh, Evil Shingo tag match because oh, that, that was be one of the matches of the years that no one's talking about. Oh yes, it's so I, good. I, I'd love to see as well a, a match where the, the the young lions do get an opportunity to shine like they did at, at Wrestle Kingdom. I thought that that was that was outstanding, especially the 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 LA Dojo guys. I mean, I know they're not going to be uh, available for this one, but they put in some real effort, and I'd like to see. Uh, the, the the guys like uh, Uemura and Suji really get like a a good chance to to show us what they can do. 
Uh, Wilf, got any th- uh, any ideas? As to what we could yeah, say? I just I, I I I just agree. I think there's going to be a lot of six and eight man tags. Um, I, I know the uh, social distancing thing is is kind of. Uh, I think we're going to slowly get past that in in Japan. It seems like the cases are are very low, so I think that we can go ahead and have some six and eight man tags. And I think like Val said, it's going to be mostly a preview of the tournament, which starts the next day, um, just to get a little bit of a taste of it. So yeah, definitely. I would say maybe like three or four, six or eight man tags, uh, and just uh, just getting us ready essentially uh, a palate cleanser after uh, sitting at home all for the last few months. Uh, Val, have you got any further thoughts? No, I, uh, I think we've said pretty much everything. Now, uh, if you've got anything else, uh, but otherwise I think we're good. Okay, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps things up. Awesome. Well, this is uh, this was. A lot of fun. Um, I'd just like to thank you all for coming on. Well, thank um, you for inventing, in, inviting us. We got, probably have all of you on again in the future. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I would be done with that. Getting up yeah. some shine of a very, very good promotion, actually. Yeah. Yoshida Shane. is a star, isn't he? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I love him. He's great. <laughs> The general message to everybody listening then uh, watch 2AW it's really good exactly watch 2AW <laughs> active events pro wrestling yeah. formerly uh, Kai and Tai Dojo if I'm not mistaken Ex- yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Val where can people find you on the internet well you can find me on Twitter either at um, at Mad Genius Val which is my main account and I also have an account for my blog which is a Val Talks Puro or where I Essentially, write uh, about uh, Japanese wrestling, pro wrestling, New Japan, uh, to Noah, All Japan, and many, many more stuff. Wilf, where can people find you these days now that you are back? Uh, yeah, so I am back <laughs> online. Um, I'm at, uh, at Shut Up Wilf, where I, I give some comments. And of course, uh, I'm very gracious and very grateful that. At Omega underscore Luke, uh, my former co-host and, and uh, friend of uh, Brainbuster Radio back in the day, he has uh, granted me the fantasy booking faction game. So I'm uh, doing that every week, which is a lot of fun. So if you want to join in, just follow me at Shut Up Wilf and uh, join in the fun every week to create your own fantasy faction. And thank you very much for having me on. It's uh, very nervous coming on, but I, I really wanted to. Uh, talk about wrestling again and, and uh, i appreciate the invite mate it's been awesome having you on um max where can people find you oh save the worst till last um, <laughs> i'm going twitter, by age yeah definitely <laughs> last uh, so on twitter you can find me at dj kerber um in terms of content jesus is the podcast that i'm not a part of um <laughs> Yeah, I've got a, a, a couple of wrestling-based podcasts, uh, one called Why Watch, where I talk to creators and, and wrestling fans about uh, their their history in this wacky world of professional wrestling. And then I also have uh, Badlands, where uh, uh, me and Paul, when he finally comes back after this uh, this horrific pan- uh, pandemic era, we discuss uh, the Matt Rushmore's of wrestling, and we have a different kind of topic and a different guest every week. Uh, yeah, just bring a, a bit of fun back into wrestling. So, yeah, go and, uh, go and check me out. Lovely, lovely. Um, and you can find me. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not very interesting, but uh, you can you can find me at uh, at Do El Compact. Do not believe in. 
do not believe him. He is a sassy little individual recently. <laughs> if you if you want sarcasm and probably wrestling and music and stuff dabbled in there as somewhere, uh, you can follow me uh, at lcompactonewt on Twitter. There is a link tree in my pin tweet. Well, there will be. Um, where you can find all my writing, podcasting, etc. Um, this has been Chops, Kicks, Near Fools. I believe it's been a very successful pilot episode. I hope to have all, all three of these guys on again in the future. This has been a lot of fun, and we will see you soon. Yeah.